Everyone and their mom is asking me about Dame Lillard. They know that I'm not only from Portland, shout out to my roots, Benson High School, Harriet Tubman Middle School, Applegate Elementary, those are my stripes, Uh, but I am also a hardcore Damian Lillard stan. I have bled the pinwheel since I was four years old when Mama Crick had a satellite dish in Humboldt County, California, and showed me all about Clyde the Glide Drexler. So I have some thoughts about the situation. Um, So many, I don't even really know what to say about it. I've gone through uh, the five stages of grief. Uh, I'm going through the stages of a breakup. Uh, I thought the best way to explain the situation and how it's impacted Blazers media fans and now obviously the entire league taking the nation by storm because we're all on fucking Dame Watch is just to walk you through the process, really. Um, And we'll start with the beginning. Number one was denial. I thought this day would never come with Damian Lillard. I thought he would retire a Blazer. He went on Showtime and he gave his list of possible destinations if he were someday, hypothetically, maybe going to ask out. And he had two very easy answers right away. I probably should have thought, wow. like It's like when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they're like, who at your work would you fuck? And you're like, I would never fuck. But Johnny, if I could fuck any of them, it'd be Johnny. It's like, how'd you have that? The Brooklyn, Miami. I don't know if I'll ever ask out, but Brooklyn, Miami are, are the two. Um, so when he went on Showtime and they asked him, do you think you'll be in a Blazer uniform come opening season? Maybe what Dame thought is yes, because they're going to hold me hostage until I go where I want to go. So maybe that's what that was. Um I actually thought for a long time he would retire a blazer and we would all grow to resent one another. I I thought that was a possibility as well. Um, After all, he's given a dozen interviews saying he was ten toes down. Remember when Dame said he was embracing the heart of a samurai? (laughs) And that he he was going to battle? Find that article on The Athletic, would you? He, he's gotten married, he found God, he had two kids, and he's embracing the heart of a samurai. So he's no longer concerned with contending because it's important that he contends with the team that drafted him. What happened with that? That samurai shit uh, went out the window fast, didn't it? Um, so it's not like I was delusional. He did give us all kinds of reasons that he would stay. I bought into it. I think Dame's an honest person. He seemed content. As Jason Quick pointed out in a recent Athletic article, which I think is excellent. If you don't uh, subscribe to The Athletic, let me know. Uh, DM me and I'll just copy and paste it for you in DMs. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, But no one really was consulted in this article. Jason Quick Quick lays it out. Nobody was more consulted along the way than Damian Lillard. Everything that the Blazers did, even when it was Neil Trash as Machismo Olshe, Dame was involved and uh, kept in the loop on pretty much everything. 
He was kept in the loop. By the way, the article is so shady. It's incredible. He was kept in the loop on, like, when the team plane would leave. Like, he was controlling every aspect of the team. He was like Kawhi Leonard in his first year with the Clippers where it's like, no, this visitor's training room is actually, like, where I change. It was like that. Anyway, you would think that the fact that he knew what was going on and signed off on everything that was going on would mean that he was happy. He was in control. He was he he signed off on Evan fucking Turner. He signed off on Al Farouk Aminu. He signed off on Mo Bamba. No, not Mo Bamba. What's the other one? Mo Harkless. Could you be Mo Harkless? He signed off on them. He signed off on a team that was largely terrible, but they still went to the Western Conference Finals in 2019. And so thinking of that, uh, it brought me to anger. Thinking of the fact that Dame told us he wouldn't leave and that he was embracing the heart of a lion and samurai and that he was consulted on everything that the Blazers did, I got mad. I immediately, the second step was anger. Um, Not really at Dame, but just at the process, I guess, just at the team for waiting this long to have any sense of urgency. I got mad at the media for basically waiting until the submarine was ready to implode to be like, hey, get out. You shouldn't have been in there. (laughs) You know, it's like, yo, it's a little fucking late. Okay, like we're talking about drafting Dame's replacement because we know it's the end. So, you know, forgive me for saying like, hey, throw off your life raft and give it to your friend. Like, no. Uh, There was zero chance that the first big move of Joe Cronin's tenure was ever going to be trading Dame. And then the second worst decision that he could have made was to trade that third pick once they got the third pick and it ended up being Scoot Henderson. Both of those were fireable offenses. Joe Cronin had to do what he was hired to do, protect the team's best interest, try to build somewhat of a two-timeline approach, uh, and sometimes the best interests don't intersect with Dame's interest, even though they did say we are trying to build a winner around Dame. But the caveat to that, fans, media, whoever, who are saying that Joe Cronin's a liar, is like, yeah, we're building a contender around Dame so as long as it doesn't fuck us in the process. Like, that's obvious. In any business, that caveat should just be assumed. If you need that spelled out for you, see, I'm already mad. See, I'm already mad. That's just how that works. So I was mad that the media and fans are blaming Cronin. That they were taking Dame's side, that they were saying, oh, well, if you just would have traded the pick, then maybe Dame would have stayed. Yeah, maybe the team would have been dog shit, too, and Dame would have still asked out. Also, he waited for Jeremy Grant to get his bag, and then he asked out. I I just don't really understand. But what really pissed me off was the fact that these people still believe that Scoot Henderson could have turned into, like, Jalen Brown or... Paul George or whatever, Mikhail Bridges. What do you want from these people when you know as a team that the opposing team has no leverage and their star player is, like, ready to scoot? No pun intended. Uh, He's like, well, we'll just wait for him to move on out and maybe we can get him. They weren't exactly, like, lining up to keep Dame happy. 
The Portland media, by the way, is the worst. They they really are. Um, but as as I am in the process and as I am right now, the anger does somewhat burn out like a candle. And one, when it did, it was time for some bargaining. I was only at this stage for like a second. I debated uh, about whether it would be best to just send Dame where he wanted. Just send him to Miami. Fuck it. I guess we'll figure out what to do with Tyler Hero. And then I remembered that nothing that happens will make me not love Dame and care about Dame's success because he gave us Portland fans really a lot of good memories. He's not maybe the best Blazer ever. He, it's arguable that he is, but he's absolutely the most beloved Blazer ever. We fell head over heels for Dame, and he gave us moments that these other players never gave us. The wave, the mean mug, the step back in Paul George's face, just the bye-bye, the baby rock, just the in Harden's face, go home, ending multiple franchises. But at the same time that I love Dame, I think I love Scoot maybe more. I, I've seen what Scoot can do. And there's things Scoot can do at 19 years old, 18 years old. Dame can't do at 33. Dame never will do, like, I don't know, a pocket pass. Shaden, also in love. So the Scoot-Shaden combo is just something that I'm very excited about. And once we get some assets for Dame, maybe we'll contend faster than Dame will. Wouldn't that be a shame? And then the thought of the Blazers front office getting into a pissing match with Dame and then the town turning on Dame really did start to make me sad. Depression started to weigh on me. Um, It's such a Portland thing to get two generational picks in two years and scoot and sharp and still feel like shit. Like that's, that's like where we are, you know? It's like we're sad because we have to actually do the thing that we know is best for us in the long run because it's making us sad and we've got to let someone go in the process. I think really if Dame would have stayed around three more years, this team could have been, could have gone two roads. This team could have been the best in the West or we could just be sitting at 10th place and Dame could erode and get salty and turn into the guard version of LaMarcus Aldridge. And then finally, I, I got into um, acceptance. Uh, I've come to accept there's a few things about this sad situation. No players are loyal except for Steph Curry, and Steph Curry has won four rings. So without the rings, maybe Steph Curry's Damian Lillard. And I'm not entirely sure that at the end of Steph Curry's contract, he might not want to go and chase another one see what happens in another city, find another way to keep uh, low-income people out of a new neighborhood it is. Uh, Two, deep cut, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Dame is 100% gone. It's in the back of your mind you think, maybe he'll wake up and, and not be angry. Maybe he'll wake up and say, you know what, psych, I changed my mind. But that ship, folks, is sailed. Aaron Goodwin wants Dame to go to one place and one place only, which is Miami. He's played his last game in red and black. Wait, maybe not. Actually, that's the Miami Heat colors, too. Um, 
And now he's on to other greener or sandier pastures. I believe, three, that Joe Cronin will hold out for the best deal possible, and I accept that. That might mean angering Dame. I accept that that might mean angering potential free agents that never will come here anyway. I, I, I know that that will anger potential free agents or draft picks that we never get to land. The truth is, if you are Scoot and Shaden, those are the only two people I care about now. And I think Scoot and Shaden are quite happy with uh, sending Dame away for multiple picks and assets that they can have help them right now. I don't think that they're hoping to get the worst potential deal to surround them with players uh, that do not help them win games. And uh, Jason Quick wrote this in his article that, that he thinks that Portland fans accept that Dame has to go and that they will root him on as he chases a ring. I am not one of those people, actually. I actually am rooting for Dame to never win a ring because that's just what it is. I don't want him to go and find that happiness anywhere else. Uh, he can find professional happiness in a new grind, but I do not want to see the Miami Heat and Pat Riley and Rafters and Streamers and Jimmy Butler finally end up. I do not want to see that at all. That would make me sad. I wish him all the best in his future endeavors, but not a ring. Bring on Scoot and Shaden, and we'll see what happens next. That's the end of the Dame saga. I'm tired of these folks. Can we just get the trade done with, over with? Like, send them to San Antonio.